Thank you for tuning in to Ghetto and Godly, the podcast. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Sola T. Now let's get into this episode. Oh, she, see, we, I feel like we always make noises at the beginning of the episode. Like, ooh, ooh, chicka, chicka. Remember that? I was listening to old Three Queens and things. She was like, itch, 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 itch. <laughs> that was so funny to me. This is what comes out, you know? The jingles on the Oh, we got a Oh, I can't wait for y'all to. Okay. We not even go discuss it because it's on the whole nother level. Like the next one? We're going to see how fast we can get it to get some studio time. It might be on your episode today. Okay. You should say, ow. But who used to say that? Mimi. Probably. You used to I say think... that a lot on the, on like... uh, Three Queens and Things. Ow. <laughs> or you used to, hold on, was it? Am I, I tripping? Think both, I think both okay. you and I think, it, but I think it was you primarily. Anyway, we didn't we didn't started talking like okay, we didn't sorry. forgot to introduce people. <laughs> you, that's how you already know the vibe is just right. Like already, and it's a it's a, it, a we are, we are room full today. Okay, we had to get some perspective. We packed in here. Okay, so let's go let's go around and introduce ourselves. I have some very uh, we got some queens hey, in the building. Hey. All right, let's start with. Uh, Trina. You said, Because uh, <laughs> I was, I always was be like, Katrina or Trina. Like, I don't know what she going to say, but, but then I was like, it? I had to what say, you call uh, Trina. Trina, yeah. <laughs> hey, my name's Katrina, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Northside. Oh, so Northside? Northside? North with the L. Yeah. All right, who's next? My name is Erica, and I'm from Las Vegas. Not Las Vegas. I live in Las Vegas, but I'm from California, hey. y'all. Hey. hey. Hello, I'm Alexis, and I'm from Minnesota as well. Northside. All right. Oh, okay. Northside. All right. Northside. All right. Then you got Solo T and Mimi. We here too, but we want to know <laughs> why y'all. Okay, so. As we always start off, we want to know about a ghetto and godly moment. But if you guys could also just, you know, shine some light on, you know, why we're here, why you're here today, what brought you here. I know uh, just to give a preview, we are talking about the subject of colorism today, um, those melanin rainbows. So hey, that's what melanin. our conversation will be based off of. But tell us why, you know, what, how you relate to ghetto and godly and maybe share a ghetto and godly moment you had this week if you have one. Uh, so ghetto and godly, I just love the concept. It's like, I love God. He's the homie, but it's yes. like, I love ghetto. I love <laughs> ghetto. Like, it's like a whole nother culture. Right. Like, it makes me laugh. It makes me sing. It makes me dance. Like, yeah. it's entertainment. Like, I love it. Um, but the godly thing that happened just happened today, y'all. Today. today. So, me and my boyfriend, Kadeem Habel. <laughs> we were at Dick's Sporting Goods, and he wanted to get uh, workout equipment, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted this bike. It was $150, but it was on sale for 75%, Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. So, he's awesome. like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you need yes. 25% for 70. That's a steal. <laughs> All right. And so, we get down That's to the counter... And the lady rings it up, and she was like, and she knows the whole spill already. And she was like, oh, um, it's going to be $18 today. It's going to be $18 with the person off, right? $18? It gets better. <laughs> She's like, oh, I can't, I can't put in this price. Like, it won't let me. It's going to be $2. <gasps> Girl, shut the front door. What? Don't make me do a praise break. Hallelujah. Y'all, we got a bike for $2. That's crazy. Like, that's a blessing. 
like, what? <laughs> did, we, did we just put a million dollars? Like, what's that? <laughs> so that was the godly moment. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yes. You got to appreciate nice. those moments. I hope to have one, too. Because it could have been one fifty, right. right? But it, it was like $2 today. It was $2. What's my ghetto and godly moment? Um, I think that I can relate to it because I feel like we all have that kind of like our ghetto kind of mm-hmm. hood side, I feel, mm-hmm. that we can get loose with. And, you know, if they test us, you know, you can see that. <laughs> right. You can see that. And our God, right, right. <laughs> and, and our godly side, I feel like we, that's more of our right and wrongs. Like we know mm-hmm. where, where God has taken us in our path. Yeah. So I feel like that is both that's of the right. sides that I can relate to. So when I heard you guys mention the ghetto and godly, I said that is so relatable and, and me and like two different things in one, you know? Yeah. That's love it. Yes, um, I can definitely agree with that as well. I relate because it's just honest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it's like I said, it's ghetto. So it's like I could just be me, real. I would just keep it real with y'all, okay? Right? <laughs> but what you're talking about is some real stuff. So yes. I just love the honesty about it. Um, I had a ghetto and godly moment the other day, y'all. So <clears throat> I went to go get my toes done, and I'm very picky. Okay. Ugh. Usually I'm just really passive. I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. Yeah. I guess. And, and really Dave, that red is popping Yes, it is, mm-hmm. but it is. I cut half my toenail off. So I was like, oh. <laughs> and today was just not a good day. That day was just not a good day. So I was like, I'm not going to hold it in like I usually do. I'm about to let you know. Like, mm-hmm. you done messed up my toes. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. But then I had to realize, like, 2018, I'm, I'm claiming it this year, that I'm no longer going to be doing LOL at the end of text message. Girl, you know what yes. I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be passive about yes. how I feel. Like, there's no mm-hmm. reason for me to hold that in. So that was a godly moment in the little ghetto because I did kind of get a little loud in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't lie. I usually am just a quiet, shy, like I said, passive person, but I just was... I just wasn't going that day. Had a chance. So you needed to be ghetto and godly. (laughs) Your intention was there, and so was your expression. God had my back real quick. I'm going. God had my back real quick. (laughs) Take it. Take it. What about you, Mimi? Um, your ghetto and godly moment of the week. I was in Sprouts yesterday. And I was grabbing some grapeseed oil. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Right. And I was being rung up, and it was an older black man behind me, and he, like, he mumbled something, and then, like, the register was, like, an older white lady. And I'm like, I don't be paying attention to people, so I'm like, okay, whatever they talk about. And then he was like, he said, um, have a good February, my sister. With the black fist. And I was like, ooh, yeah. Oh. You do the same, my brother. Okay. And I was just like, that was a moment. Like, we see each other. And yes, it is Black History Month. And let's let's speak on this in Sprouts. Mm-hmm. We're going to identify right quick mm-hmm. and go on about our way. So I that was dope that. to me. That is hella dope. I like that. That's hella dope. That's hella dope. That's hella dope. Those moments. Yes. Uh, I think one of, the, the, one of the ghetto and godly moments, I don't know if it was just like this week, but it's just on my mind, is that... Um, my cousin and I, Brittany, my cousin Brittany. Hey, hey cousin Brittany. Brittany. She was here a couple of episodes I ago. Episode. <laughs> but she, um, I don't know, like we just, we, our energy sinks in just such an interesting way. And so she has sent me this, um, you know, on Instagram, we kind of send stuff back and forth. And so she has sent me this uh, Wakanda ball, because y'all know Black Panther finna come out. Mm-hmm. So she had sent me this Ready. invite, like, when you, and then she had just put under, like, when you, when you coming out here again? Like, when's your trip? When you, when you come out here to Oakland? So I was like, you know what? Wait a minute, let me go. I've been doing kind of good, saving stuff to the side. 
Let me go look up them tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess who going to the Wakanda Bowl? Then about to book the ticket. Hey, we about to go. What? And I think just like so, we're gonna have we're going. It's like I'm excited. Uh, I already got it. And and even just thinking about the blessing of like I'm sitting here like, dang, what am I gonna wear? I really don't have budget to be going out and buying a whole bunch of other stuff. And so I have a dress that I, I think I wore one of our photo shoots before. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna dust that off. Yes. Ooh, and bring it right yeah. up in the situation. Out, bring it out. Uh, okay, just, real quick. <laughs> but it was just like everything just came together so seamlessly. And just even the idea that I need it, I kind of need, every now and then, you know, you check in with yourself and you just realize you need to just connect with somebody or just disconnect from kind of your normal scene, work, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yes. And so it just came at the perfect time. So I'm actually headed to New Orleans this week and then the next week and I'll be out in Oakland. So I'm just oh, like, as this wow. guy just That's has really had me in a space to really, um, release a lot of things and and to go and and spend time with those who i love so i'm excited for that that's important that's dope so um as we mentioned thank you girl y'all know i'm gonna gonna be on snapchat (laughs) we were just talking about it like i'll be oakland too (laughs) (laughs) maybe time time i should be living vicariously through the the snapchats Treated to. Yeah. We I feel like that's why I love Snapchat because we can all do it in a way that I'm not like I want their life, but it's like, girl, you was you there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Go put tell them to move out the way. Right. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Minnesota right now living yeah, this at the Issa Ray, I was all of <laughs> me. Don't start. If she don't come out here to Las Vegas, right. we're gonna claim that. Issa, okay. Issa, I need Issa, you to listen, okay? We listen. Issa. Okay, we're gonna have to tag right. her in this episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so we're going to talk about the topic of colorism today. So before, again, I'm about, you know, setting as universal definitions as possible, as many, so we can understand the context of where we're all coming from. So if we can kind of just express, you know, go back around and say uh, your your heritage or, or your lineage, um, so that we, not that you're going to be speaking on behalf of the entire people, but maybe so that your context can maybe be more understood or uh, explored. Um, and then we'll talk about, you know, what, what is colorism are you is that something that's new is that a new term to you so you know talk about your background and colorism just in general what that is so i'm mixed with black and white but my heritage on my mom's side is french and german my grandfather my on my grandfather's side they're from germany and on my mom's my grandma's side she's from france um on my dad's side that is a tough topic because i don't know where, you know, my heritage come from on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Plus, he passed away, and then plus, he had us at an older age, so all my, like, my grandma, like, everybody's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, that that part, like, I don't know. Some people say, oh, he has Indian because he had good hair or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. People you know, just talk. We might have to get you, we might, you yes. know, a call to action, we might need to all we just go and do Ancestry.com. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if Groupon got a special. About to get one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My answer to that question is I don't know my heritage <laughs> at all. But with ancestry, you do have to like know uh, a lot about. You need to know your great grandma's name, their mm-hmm. last name. You know, yeah. there's different timelines. But there's, you know? there's a lot of like publications at libraries and things like that mm-hmm. too. It takes time to do it, of course. But yeah, which is really yeah. interesting. My uncle on my mom's side, he went to the library and found out we were actually the Hankey family was one of the first people to be brought over to the United States and reside in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a gold medal and a certificate 
for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, I know so much about my white side. Like, I'm, so it's like, I'm proud to know, you know, they came from Germany and Mm -hmm. France, and I got a gold medal to, like, basically show for it. But it's just like, on my dad's side, it's like, I don't know, you know? So that kind of sucks. That was was Trina talking, (laughs) y'all. my heritage um you know from for me well what i am is i'm salvadorian um for those who are not familiar that's in central america so that's guatemala honduras belize nicaragua all those are countries that border each other um but i i can't say that i have that i, I don't have that what you have, Trina, you know, everything that I know is kind of word of mouth mm-hmm. and what my parents passed on. Mm-hmm. Like my mom's side of the family, they're from, I'll, sp- I'll speak about like tone, skin tone. Mm-hmm. They're a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. So she shared that our ba- her background and where we come from is more Italian and Spaniards. Mm-hmm. And my dad's side were much darker. So I'm familiar with both, you know, all the skin tones. So my grandpa was very, very dark and my dad's very, very dark, but he tells me that we come from the Brazilian side mm. and I don't know anything else. So if I did Ancestry.com. Brazil, you're going to probably be Nigerian <laughs> with me. Okay. Because okay. okay. it's a, like the way, that the, the way that the slave trade happened, that, that's, it's true. There's a lot of people that's with Nigerian so hard about ha- it. heritage yep. in Brazil just because mm-hmm. of, you know. Mm-hmm. No, We're that's. And people, that's. Uh, <laughs> people trying to conquer other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. That, and that's and that's what's so hard. Um, when I saw the ancestry, you know, doc, um, just everything, I was like, oh my god, I can dive into it. I can figure out who I am yeah. and see my roots because that's always been something that I wanted to know. Like, right. who am I? Right. Where do I come from? Mm-hmm. And my parents they share this, but at the same time, it's I still don't know that. Yeah, it's something that we discuss, but not discuss. Like even their parents, like they would talk about it, but not really talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I see the skin color, so <laughs> where do we come from? Tell me. Don't be afraid of that, because right. if we, I know we came from Africa, I, know, I was <laughs> like, I know, I know they took, you know, they like <laughs> right. you said, they conquered us, and mm-hmm. that's what's so hard about that because we were conquered. Mm-hmm. We don't, we can't trace back. Yeah. We don't have that privilege yeah. to go back and, and, and you know, oh, dig into yeah. our roots like that. And that bothers me. But you know what? I'm proud to be who I am regardless. Yeah. And I'll pass on the message. Right. <laughs> do the research that, that I can that, do. Right. That's dope. Um, oh, that was Erica, y'all. This is Alexis transitioning. <laughs> and then, it's, I'm, then I'm going to just let y'all go. I'm just trying to get the... Uh, you just have to have voice recognition. Alexis, yes. where are Right. Um, but to answer that question, I think I kind of quickly said it earlier, but I don't know where I'm from. And that mm. truly bothers me. Kind of like how you said you can't trace back. I don't even know. There ain't no stories passed on. It's not even talked about mm. at all. I just know I'm black. Okay. What kind of black and how far black <laughs> For and all real. that, I don't. How I far have, black? I don't. Yeah. How far black? How deep does your blackness <laughs> like, go? My, my roots, like I have no idea at all. So yeah. that ancestry thing or that. DNA thing, I need to do it because I need to know who I am. I have no idea whatsoever. And it's always been a question from everyone, like, what are you? Where are you from? I'm like, uh, you know, America? Right. America. <laughs> Iowa? Like, Iowa? I mean, that's just, <laughs> I don't have an answer. And that no, right? Yeah. Because. <laughs> that might be a license number. <laughs> Iowa. <back> to Iowa. <laughs> That's where I was born, so that's why I'm going to just say I'm a sergeant man, okay? So, <laughs> but 
but you know, I guess <laughs> they are nice people. It is what the Midwest, you know. <laughs> We do talk like that, though. But, right. <laughs> but, yeah, I honestly don't know. I mean, I would think there's something along the li- down the lines as far as I'm sure I have some white in me. I think I have a little bit of everything. I don't know. Right. Though, so. But I'm going to find out. I'm going right. to let y'all know. Right. I'm going to comment on this video. I'm going to comment on this video. We're going to put your link, girl, so we can look at your the chart. Right. Yeah. The <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> With the lights going low, like. <laughs> Mimi, what is you? What is you? What is you? <laughs> I'm black, y'all, and I'm, I'm black, black, y'all, and, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, black, y'all. Yes, I'm black. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're a little you, bit Indian. Oh, my, there she my, go. My baby hair slick down late. sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> without no jail. Without no jail. Huh? Right. Just Not pro style. Pro just, style don't count. A little bit of water, you know. Just a little bit of water. <laughs> That's why I, I think it's like when they see black people have good hair, it's like, oh, I must be like. Something mixed, else. Like, That's real, Indian. though. You know? Because my grandma show told us she was Gitchy Indian. I don't know who the hell Gitchy is. And we done ran her data. We done ran her receipts. And one, no, one nad drop of Indian. Girl, wait, nad drop. And my grandma, like, I don't, people think that my, I, I, I've gotten, people think my grandma's, I don't know. Something. People think, yeah, people think my mom is East African. My grandma, I, I, I just don't, I just, yeah, they, most people think she's like native or something like that. Hmm. And I think that that's where the whole skin gradient comes in, right? Like, so I'm, I'm black, I'm African American, and then my dad is from Nigeria. Um, so I think, you know, when having conversations about like different races and stuff like that and mixing races, but then I also think about from a cultural standpoint too of like relating so we can be black, but like culturally, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, Alexis and Mimi, like culturally black, does it just begin in Iowa? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that mm-hmm. idea of what that looks like because it does shape, you know, from my experience, it does shape a lot of things in terms of not necessarily your values, but maybe tendencies or your your hair pattern or your 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 body, mm-hmm. you know, and how you think of your body is impacted by the culture that you may be from or having your in your families and your in, and in your bloodline. Right. This yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. Very true. So I think, you know, when we're thinking about colorism, I always think of you know, the first thing that comes to mind is like those flyers I used to see of the light skin versus dark skin parties. Mm-hmm. And parties? Like, <laughs> you ain't never seen the one the flyers? They was like, parties. parties womp, womp. They, they was having parties. And I think this is always something that like, this whole idea of light skin versus dark skin has always been just very problematic in my, from my perspective. Like, I've had, you know, a friends of, of many shades, but I've seen those perspectives and, like, I've seen things happen and, and I've seen patterns and I've seen a lot of things, so I don't uh, agree to it. I don't think that there is a tendency, but I do understand that we are socialized a certain way and that is going to have impacts on how we interact with yes. one another. And I think we don't always validate that that is truth. Like, yes. if you are taught something in the in a general way, you are either going to actively resist or you are going to be falling in line with that most likely. That yes, literally just brings me back to what me and Katrina were talking about before mm-hmm. we came in here. Because I was having a pre-conversation. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> it's okay. That's what we encourage. Conversation. Right. But I had took this class in college called Race in America mm-hmm. and we learned about all races. Mm-hmm. But we watched this movie called Sankofa. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, so, yes. In that oh, movie, of course, like how things happened back in the day, um, work on the plantation, typically one of the slaves would have, you know, more likely, for think of better words, get raped by, you know, mm-hmm. the, the slave owner. Mm-hmm. So, um, and produce a lighter skinned child. And 
of course, that lighter skinned child would get treated better. You know, like I work in the house, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, that the whole house thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. It started like back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as far as oh, light skins are better or dark skins are better. That's it was almost Brown like we paper was, bag test. Right. It was mm-hmm. almost like it was pushed on us. It wasn't like I wanted to do that. It was like, no, you are lighter skinned, so you need to be in the house because you are that much more privileged. Mm-hmm. But even though your mama, your mom was out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. she's treated less than how you are treated. So I feel like that started way, way, way it back did. then. And it's yeah. just continued on. Mm-hmm. Slavery. Yeah. And I think, it, yeah, it may not even go before that. We don't right. have, you right. know, right. you never know That's what the hell was going on. But that mm-hmm. power, you know, and the, the the idea to divide in order to conquer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was a result of. It. And so it hurts my feelings to see it so just continued. Like, and we feed more into it because I think... Alexa says something very powerful that there to me what we have to focus on with colorism is perspectives mm-hmm. and privilege because there is people have perceived different things and, and create biases around these things mm-hmm. that they see right but also the idea of privilege of being light skinned mm-hmm. and the disadvantage of being dark skinned and I think that's where most of our conversations root um, and it doesn't and I'm not saying that that is truth that you know what I mean but in a way that that's the idea of how we're socialized, oh, yeah. is that being light-skinned is privilege. Having a, a thinner texture of hair is privilege. Mm-hmm. So if you dark-skinned, we're misplacing that uh, feature on you, so that means you privileged a little bit more than the dark-skinned, nappy-haired ones. You know what I mean? But just to, the idea of ranking a person. And, and it's interesting to see how we interact with that. So have you guys ever had like that type of beef of, like, Light skin mm-hmm. versus dark skin. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I can see it on social media. Yeah. Not a beef. Like my first not a beef. Beef. You just cleared your throat, bro. Not a beef. <laughs> Mood in her seat and everything. Right. God just like, kind of shut up. Right. Right. To be it beef. wasn't a beef. Um, my first, like, realization as a kid that I was darker, which I knew I was, but somebody else pointed it out to me, like, in the sixth grade, this girl, she turned around to me in class, and she's like, she was like, you're pretty, but you would be prettier if you were lighter. And I was like, what wow. the fuck? Like, I'm I'm in the sixth grade, and I was always younger in my class, so I was probably like 11. Like, what do you do with this? Like, I'm still right, struggling right. to find myself identity. I'm dealing with puberty. Like, I have these different emotions. It's like, you just did something to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from yeah. that, like, it, it built that inferior, like, mm. well, maybe I would be, you know, if I was just mm. a little lighter. Let me not go out in the sun, mm. you know? Wow. And it wasn't until maybe, like, three years later, it's like, you know what? F that. I'm going to the sun. Mm-hmm. F some uh, sunscreen. I'm dark skin. Right? I'm wait, whoa, well, no. wait. Pause. You still need the sunscreen. You still right. need the SPF. <laughs> the melanin needs it too. Right. Okay. Not, not to, because. That for your skin. Not because you're getting darker, though. That's my, not the reason. Know, you don't want to age. That, that vitamin D is going to soak up in my brown skin and we're just going to live. Love yeah, that. She activated yes, her Black Panther. <laughs> yes, Mimi. <laughs> what about what about y'all? Have y'all? I'm like, ah, yes. there was this one time um, we was riding this, um, riding our bike on Lindo. And you Where's that? Y'all that's on the north side. North side, kind of the high Minnesota. end. Yeah. Not the low end. We don't ride our bikes on the low end. Oh, okay. uh, you know better than that. Okay. We're riding these riding our bikes and. The, these white people in the car uh, shouted out like, nigger, nigger, nigger. And I'm like, 
to be honest, like, I laughed so hard. I was like, that don't affect me because I'm half, like, I felt like I'm half, half white. white. <laughs> yeah. But not to be rude, like, not to be mean or anything, but it's just like, you don't know who I am. You don't know what, where yeah. I came from. I could be raised in a whole white family household. Mm-hmm. Like, and for you to say that, like, that was rude on your part. You're evil. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I wasn't affected by that. Like, how dare you? It's like, it, may, it didn't make me question or anything. I know who I am. Yeah. You know, I know I'm not that, you know, I'm proud of my black side. I'm proud of my white side. I'm proud of who I am, proud of the skin color. Like, I don't, I can't, I don't imagine being anything else, but who I am in my skin, you know? And it's just like, that's sad that we have to go through that as a kid. Like, why would you say that to kids? We on a bike. They wasn't on a $2 bike either. (laughs) Y'all full grown. Yeah. Tell kids that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the problem is you. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, like, with me, it was more of um, hearing it from my family and those around us. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I was surrounded with all different shades. Mm-hmm. I've always grew up in uh, diverse, you know, communities. And being around my family, you know, it was more of being American and also being his like Latina and then coming to that side like if I would go to El Salvador it would be more of I would be considered black mm. and they would label that what? they would label me that way wow. because of that and they would label all of us being light-skinned and with me it was more like you're you're negra and I'm, and to me, it was just like when I was, I heard it at a very young age. And to me, it was more of like I would ask my parents, like, wait, they, you're dark. You're considered dark. Yes. Over yeah. there. Like, I'm because and, you know, she's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, her and yes. Virginia, y'all about the same that's complexion. Crazy. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's how you, perception. Exactly. And I never understood that, you know, and uh, aside from dealing with other things, you know, my own family, like hearing that, not my immediate family, but just like overall, because we were just a big family. I would hear that so much. Like in my like I mentioned, my mom's side of the family, they're very light. They have blue eyes, Mm -hmm. you know, green eyes, all of that. I don't you know, I'm I'm brown and I have brown (laughs) eyes, but that's what I was considered. And to me, it was more like I didn't understand. And I understood that they were labeled in a bad way, and but at a young age, I was, I was very proud of who I was, no matter what, um, because my parents always taught me to be proud of who I am and express who I am, and that's something that I was always happy that they allowed me to do. So when they would do that, I'm like, okay, well, yes, I am a negra, and what? Right. Call and me that. What? And so what? what else That's we doing? Good. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? And what? You know. And I, I just never let it bother me. But um, people would do that. Like even, and and, and that's what exists in our community. They do separate us, and that also colorism is very real in the Latin community, and they will label you as that. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's it's very hard. it's very harsh. It's very harsh, but you gotta like all of us. We gotta speak on it yeah. and be proud of who you are. Whether I'm I'm like I don't care. We're all brown. That's how I, I think see. We it. have to check the shit. You know. Oh, check and I yes, okay? yes. Because you can make an observation. Yes, I'm a bit browner, mm. and I may be black, but I need you to ask yourself what that means. And I think that's where it kicks in. It's like, mm-hmm. what does that actually mean? I'm not, I don't have a problem with me walking to a room and somebody exactly. acknowledging that I'm black right. or that I'm darker skinned. That is not the problem. What is the problem is what you do with a bias that you have mm-hmm. as to what privileges are carried or what disadvantages you are putting on my life based off of 
your observation. Mm. And, and your I think judgments. that's where it is. It's like, it's not, your, your brown skin is beautiful. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it, it's something completely different in our community. And that's a perception that we can, like, Mimi notice, like, you, but what you talking about? You, you light skin. Mm-hmm. So it's a perception thing, but what is, what, what are we doing with the perception? Am I thinking because you're light skin to me that I'm expecting you to act a certain way? And I think that's the nitty gritty exactly. of what, what we got to talk about today is like, there are a lot of those things that, those is the perception. Okay, we got that. Mm-hmm. But what's that? What's that action that we're taking? What is the privilege? What is mm-hmm. the association? What is that connotation? What is it labeled mean? with? And exactly. how does that impact us as women relating to one another? I mean, I think it impacts. Well, it impacted me. I can speak for me that growing up in California, and you know, you you live in this inner city. And yes, you have your dark-skinned girls as, you know, probably live in the projects or whatever, live on the west side. And then you have your light-skinned, maybe they're mixed, and you're you're expected to act a certain way. You're not as smart. You know, you probably come from a broken home. And, mm. you know, these, these stereotypes are thrown upon you at such a young age. So it's like, yeah, that may be true, but I'm still smart. I, I'm athletic. I run fast. I'm witty. I'm well-spoken. So I feel like for That's me, like for mm-hmm. me, I had to prove that I'm not that. Like, don't don't put that label on me. I'm not just yes. that. I'm not just from the hood. I'm not just a dark-skinned girl. No, I'm not dirty. My hair is combed. Yes, it's kinky. But you kind of have to prove yourself a little bit more to society, so you you know, so you don't fit into those stereotypes. But why? Why do we have because to prove just, ourselves? Yeah, that's what, but that's what we have <laughs> yeah. to ask. Is like yeah. that next question: of Why do we have to prove it? Do we have to prove it? Like, is that a real thing, or is that something that we're toned? Like, now I have to express because you like skin and they feel this way about you. Then I have to do this to show this about me. And I think that's sometimes where a lot of the problem yeah. starts because mm-hmm. then now, not only are we participating in this hatred cycle, mm-hmm. but we're also now creating a distance between. So take me and Alexa. If I'm always like, well, she likes it. And maybe there are patterns that Alexis does fall in line with that would be associated to being light-skinned. But because I'm coming in trying to overcompensate and to try to prove mm-hmm. something against her existence, mm-hmm. I'm not valuing her existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're dismissing her. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, it... it from my perspective, I don't think it's necessarily like, well, I have to, like, I'm smarter. Like, right. she's next to me, but look at me. Like, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's something that it's hard to explain. Like, you're maybe your teacher, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, your teacher is treating you different. So you kind of have to prove your, your teacher. Yeah. Has a lot to do I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to dim her. Like, like that's my yeah. friend. Like, yeah. I, right. I mess with her. But I have to, like, no, but, you know, but I you notice. I think yeah. ideally that's yeah. the work but I think what, how that normally executes is, is normally, like, well, now I got to <laughs> take away from her for me to shine. Mm. I think that happens a lot. A lot of people interpret it that way, too. Just because of how they're treated. And I think that the way that it impacts me, like, going back to what you mentioned, I'm light-skinned compared to you guys, and that's what I am considered. To me, growing up, I didn't know how to fit in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of everything, and I hated it. Alexis over here. Because I didn't know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know how to identify myself. Because I'm battling with being American and then being, you know, my my family comes from El Salvador. So it's like, oh, you're too Americanized. So I don't fit in with them. Like when Selena's dad was on the Oh, exactly. He was exhausting. It is exhausting. We go through that too, but it's like in America, 
I'm considered light skin, and so I'm labeled that. But mm-hmm. in my community, I'm black, so I'm a negra. And if I lose it, if I were to check someone, all of a sudden, like you said, those things are associated with it. Mm-hmm. I'm labeled as ghetto and out of control mm-hmm. and aggressive. And no, this is me. Like, yeah. I'm naturally aggressive. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's what I'm, that's exactly I'm Latina, it. and that's, that's who exactly I am. It. You know what I mean? Because it's the idea of subconsciously, instead of telling yourself that now I have to be polite and now I have yes. to be. I have to be passive. You're saying I'm accepting that a part of my truth may be aggression. Yeah. Yes. And instead of acting in against or to resist the stereotype that's being placed on me or how somebody else is choosing to perceive to that I have to own some of that that because I think what happens is we shy away from things. Like mm-hmm. in the office, like I don't want to be the black woman. The angry. You know, black like the angry. Woman. But sometimes you done piss me the hell off. Right. And I need right. to check you. You know what I mean? And that comes from me. Yeah. And I think there's just this fear that it's going to be coming from my skin color that we stopped and and we, 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 we create such a, a hard space for ourselves. And and it's not just our doing, it's other people's doing, but we're choosing to act a certain way in reaction to it. That's a bad, like it's Mm -hmm. valid. Like I would understand Mm -hmm. why you, why you wouldn't, I'm guilty of doing it, Mm -hmm. but it's just just the idea of digging a little bit further to say, I don't actually have to move all the time with this thing over my head and why do we you know if you think about white people doing it oh it's normal you know they can do that they have a pass but when it's us oh black mad uh mad black woman right ethnic cultures if we do it today today okay barb (laughs) (laughs) but i can relate so much to what erica said as far as like being in the middle because I am considered light skin as well, and I have different colored eyes, so you can't be black. Right. Your hair is too curly. It's not kinky enough. It's not mm-hmm. nappy enough. Probably, do people ask you if you're biracial a lot? Yeah, are you mixed? And I'm like, <laughs> no, nope, I'm black. Just black? That's it? Like, you don't got nothing else in you? You're just black. I'm just black. That, uh, that's excuse it. me? That's all. <laughs> what like, the fuck? Do you know what black is? Oh, right. okay. <laughs> I'm talking about jazz. No. <laughs> all these damn ingredients. You're talking about jazz. <laughs> Like, you but sure? Right. It's always been a struggle because it's like, you can't, I can't identify with the white people because I'm not white because I'm too black for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 my, my skin's not dark, not light enough for them. Whereas if I'm kicking with my black friends, mm, you're not black enough. Like, you talk too white. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't kick it with us. You So I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to just. So right you know how to articulate myself. yourself well. Right. right. I'm not <laughs> right for that. But. Right, because that's a, going to the idea of what we connect the, mm-hmm. with with whiteness and blackness yes. and what that means for the gradient in between. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. high school, it's like, you know, cussing and all that. They're like, you don't sound good cussing. You sound too white to be cussing. I'm like, we have to have like a voice. Like, it has to be a certain <laughs> voice to be cussing. Because you would be saying fucking, fucking. <laughs> what, they, what you say is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to pronounce it correctly how it's spelled. It's fucking. Because I used to get teased so much that I was just like, don't curse no more. Because I used to hate being, you know, bullied about being, cu- like, what the heck? Yeah, right. I'm like, it's a bad word anyway. Right. <laughs> so I think it's we like, have, like, so crazy. we're talking about like, the whole light skin versus dark skin. So I think a lot of it kind of turns to, like, the light light being better as kind of a round like table the of the societal message that we were sending is that light is better in its in absence of blackness right which makes it better correct which is the which issue. is based off of what everything pretty much what people are saying like that's why somebody would say to you Mimi you'd be pure to your if you was a little bit lighter 
because it's saying that it's we're gonna have to take subtract some of your black mm-hmm. and I put you in a better space. Isn't that that's not what you interpret? Yeah, that? it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's the idea, I want to know what are the connotations that we're provided about dark skin. That you loud, you get out, you ratchet. <laughs> I can't. Your hair is nappy. Um, aggressive. Uh, aggressive. <laughs> um, not witty. Um, not well spoken. Just well everything. Spoken. I just not everything. Right. right. Just like, not everything. Right. Um. Yeah. Just ev- like everything negative that comes with like ratchet and black. Ugh, I hate saying that. Yeah, yeah. Just like you're just not worthy. Mm. Damn, that was yeah. That's deep. That's, that's that's cool. I can't say I've ever experienced that. Like not that deep. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I don't think I have because maybe it's because I'm light skinned and I've never been treated that way. I mean, I have by white people because I'm not white. Mm-hmm. But as far as like you're loud and you're all like all that because you're black, no, I or darker. Or, I've never experienced that ever. Yeah, and that's just based on appearance, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I've had black people judge me based on my appearance until I open my mouth and you see me move around the room it's like oh, okay well mm-hmm. she's not what I thought that she was girl over there yeah. cause that ain't all about white folk yeah, y'all yeah. sometimes right. oh, no. we definitely yeah. judge each other I've, and we're the uh, ones that keep it going so yeah. like the, the, the seed may have been planted by a strategic power move right of slavery mm-hmm. um so if that's where the seed was planted we've nourished it yeah mm-hmm. we've, we've allowed it to blossom absolutely and i yeah. and i think about that and i grew up in a house where i was the darkest by far mm. so everybody in my family like my grandma's probably a little bit darker than erica like my mom she's lighter skin they all have different texture of hair too so the hair was a big thing for me when i was growing up like i i'm still you know challenging to unlearn some of the things or just some of the thoughts that I can have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always a thing to be like, I always had all these lighter people around me. And so um, I don't think that they always understood how at times it could be shaming. Yeah. And how at times it wasn't affirming. So maybe not even just the the somebody saying something negative, but just the idea that you weren't embracing my skin. Mm-hmm. You would mention other people's hair and then you just kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, your beret. It was cute more... Right, right. <laughs> you always got so <laughs> many cute little berets. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But actually talking about the beauty in darker skin, like my grandma, my grandma loves darker skin and it's mm-hmm. almost like, it's almost a little, like, I, I don't know what that is, <laughs> uh, but she's lighter. And so she would always tell me, like, I think one time one of her coworkers called her sunshine mm. and she was very offended mm. by it. Hmm. Um, I that all the yeah, she was very time. offended by it. And so she, I think, turned that into, that racial, uh, into a, a desire to be connected to darker lighter. things, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, that so, like, I, I had a friend growing up who was really, she, she was... <clears throat> beautiful beautiful dark brown skin um and she would always tell me like she was she would never date anybody her skin color because she didn't want her babies to be dark skin like wow that's colorism you know like we gotta yeah. call the shit that's real like that's that's what it is and don't yep. tell me y'all don't know nobody that don't know yes. 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 and we gotta stop black yes. babies are beautiful all babies are beautiful yes. and it goes like, along with it i went against the grain I, and once I started to embrace my dark skin, I said, you know what? I'm going to get dark. I'm going to marry a dark nigga. I'm going to have some <laughs> dark 
beautiful chocolate yes. Yes. babies. I'm going to embrace this 110%. I'm not going to, you know, I, I subconsciously did that. Well, I consciously did that. Um, and I know so many people that are dark skinned like myself. Like, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to go get the light skin so my baby's going to be dark. It's like, what is wrong with it? Yeah. yeah. That's because society has Like you said, the idea of, like mm-hmm. you said, was so powerful, unworthy. Mm-hmm. It's unworthy of love, unworthy of adoration, unworthy of beauty. Like, yeah. and I think a lot of what this is for women, it comes down, colorism is so heavily correlated to our standards of beauty oh which yes. are you know ethnocentric they are based in european thoughts of shit that doesn't mm-hmm. apply to people fucking here no real, and so real we spin. continue to allow that to be at the center but then it's such a mind fuck because people go and get tanned and they <laughs> get that's exactly what i was about to say wanting mixed babies but they're like i'm confused they're but it's not cute on you boo right yeah right yeah. They 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 still in a to the in, culture. But then you talk about another the, in, in in the United States as well, skin bleaching creams, mm. and you have people. And, cha- and I'm sorry, some of this goddamn contouring. Girl, that's not your shade. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, yes. <laughs> but if it ain't your yes. shade, we could we could we could have did it honestly. Yes. And you know what? One thing, I'm gonna just. Oh, I gotta get this off my chest, y'all. This is get one it off, that, get like, it off, release it. Hurts me inside to see it. Is you know Bitmoji, when people be having like shades about eight shades lighter, mm-hmm. I get concerned. Like I real <laughs> fucking talk, I get concerned yeah. because it one. because I, I do too. Days. Like I just be like <laughs> the darkest fit, and probably that's that that in me trying to overcompensate. Yeah, it could yeah, be, yeah. but at the end of the day, like I always think like, is that how you see yourself? Yeah, because you're beautiful. Yeah, but that's not. And again, it's my perception, but I don't think that's you. And I don't think that's what you honestly see. I think that that's speaking to something else. And that's speaking to how somebody else told you what was beauty. Right. right? And you could be what you want to be. I guess you can identify how you want to identify. But when it be... I always get real concerned with the bitmojis. Like, I don't... Like, why are you lying? Why are you lying? I don't... You sure? I would have said... You sure that life can... You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. And I don't want it to be like a a, a hard... Like, I want it to be an embracing thing to be like... And it sounds like something so simple, but it'd be them simplest expressions that let us know a lot of shit. Like, and I could be off. I don't think I am. Like, I think we need, like, and I see it. And I remember when it was real big a few years ago, I would be like, uh, you know, it's some more shades in there, right? (laughs) Just swipe, just swipe. Because I think that those shades, I think that's one thing that's so, especially being black to me, is the fact that I have Alexis sitting next to me with her green eyes and her lighter skin, and I have Mimi sitting next to me, and we just black. Yeah. I'm sorry, let me tell you. We're black. We're black. You know, it's, it's that big. It's that simple, and it's mm-hmm. that complex. Like, we are we are that, and so it is encompassing of that. And even in the Latino community, the same thing. Like, we are encompassing. The, the more skin gradients we have means the more the more that we are. Yeah, and so exactly. the fact that we want to limit ourselves and we want to consistently use what other people have given us to continue to provide, like we, we don't have to do that anymore. We can we can create beauty and that's what I love about okay. like Instagram now. Like wow. going on there, YouTube, yes. I, it's people I've been following for years. And I can now if I want to try a product, I can end for a dark skinned girl and pull it up and it's gonna show me what the yeah, hell yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think people even realize, like, when I would YouTube, like, makeup tutorials, probably, like, say, like, eight years ago. Oh, yeah. I got to figure out what's going to work for me. 
works. Yes. It's until recently. How it mm-hmm. took us this long. Come on, right. I was just about to say, really? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, she came through. She yes. came no, through. Following suit, okay? right? Yeah. But it's the idea that like I worked at Longcom for a while and. We had shades that matched me, but I know that there were there were probably browns that might have come in that you might get mixed. Mm-hmm. Like you might just get mixed. Even thinking about like a lot of Indian women, mm-hmm. the undertones and like you know what I mean, like finding makeup that was like mm-hmm. and just from a simple like again, the smallest expressions say so much. Like the fact that we're able to do these things I mean we need to start opening our minds and asking some real fucking questions about why if I'm looking at this light skinned girl as a dark skinned girl, do, am I coming with bias? Mm, and yes. where does that bias come from and do I still want to validate that bias that brings me to a question of has you being dark skin or light skin impacted your friendships with other skinned other toned skinned women so us lighter skinned women has it impacted your friendship with women who are darker skin or vice versa because I myself have has experience where I feel like my darker skin friends feel like like you said they have to over overcompensate like but like I'm here, like hey, mm-hmm. and it's like, but girl, why you tripping? Like we, we best friends, friends. like extra. Like, we been what's best up? friends. Like, we good. Cause she might be sitting in space like, well, we always go out, and they always just talk to her. My good friend is. Y'all ever heard that? Shout out to Kenyatta. Yes. That is my Gina to her Pam. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, Kiana. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good. I, I think I, I, if I'm honestly an- answering, I think it does impact it. I don't think that we're all honest if we say it doesn't impact it. Yeah, so like it. never, you never had but, experience. But I think it impacts it. Now, whether and we I acknowledge to let now. it, yeah. whether we acknowledge to allow it to support or define or break our friendships, but I think it definitely impacts it by the way that we're socialized. It has to. Yeah. yeah. It, I guess it doesn't have to, but I think that not in a way of like, oh, we got into it because of this. Yeah. But because there may be a certain standpoint, like she said, she doesn't even understand the perspective of somebody saying like, oh, if you're darker, like having all that mm-hmm. intensity around a conversation about you being darker because mm-hmm. she just doesn't have the experience. So to say that it doesn't impact, there's a there's a lack of experience on those on those ends. Like I don't have the experience of seeing the, the ideals or the privilege that play around being lighter skin. Yeah. And just for that fact that we are connected, there has to be some, at some point in that relationship, I think if we're honestly speaking, it's going to come up. It's going to impact the friend. It's going to, it's going to. I don't, I don't agree with that. Like, I'm in a space where I've moved past it a long time ago. Like, that doesn't affect, like, I don't even look at somebody, oh, she light skin. She about to act a certain way. Or, we, you know, we ain't going to be good for But I'm not like saying, that. like, that's not how, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. That That's some real shit, too. Yeah. But I'm saying just on the level of it impacting in any way, how you communicate with each other. If you're out somewhere and somebody responds to you a certain way. Like, I remember my one of my best friends, uh, Key, she, oh, that's crazy. My best friend named Key, too. <laughs> she uh she's lighter skin. I remember in college, like things would happen and she would kind of be like, I don't know why you're taking it that serious. Like I don't get why it's such a thing. Like just kind of do this. Like, we would have conversations about race a lot that just weren't exactly aligned. And what we we would talk to each other, like we would intentionally try to flesh out the conversation, like, where are you coming from? Because and it came down to in a lot of ways, like she was raised by a white woman in this world to be a black woman. And so certain things that she was taught socially, her white mother is brought up in a different culture than my black mother. Mm-hmm. So from a very basic level, not from a place that oh, she likes and she gonna act like this and I ain't finna fuck with that, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying from a standpoint of any type of impact, does colorism of impact our friendship? 
Absolutely it does. Does yeah. it allow us to define what that friendship is or how we choose to act it? Yeah. If we didn't yeah. acknowledge it, I don't think we'd be be honest in 2018 yeah. as yeah. best friends. Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. That's true. I, I feel agree. you. I don't think we would be honest if we said it doesn't impact it at all. Now, I think we've had to chose, we've chosen to have intentional conversations about things yeah. mm-hmm. because our perspectives are different. And she might meet a dark-skinned girl that has her perspective. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it doesn't mean that it's limiting to just that, but I know that there are ways that how society perceives us, how that's interacted. I know a girl who only hang, who said, like, I've heard her say these words, like, I only fuck with light-skinned bitches, and she's dark-skinned. Wow. Or she's brown-skinned. That's another form of self You know what I mean? But like, so it's like... Right, I was just going to say the same. You don't love yourself. I've heard and I've seen these different things, so I know they're real. It's not... It's not yeah, false. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. That's true. But I do hope that we move past the, oh, well, she... Or if we don't move past it, have a fucking conversation. Yep. Ask that light-skinned girl or dark-skinned girl why she act like that. Mm-hmm. Next time she try to shit, ask her. Yeah. Make her tell you why. Yeah. Make her, like, make her turn inward. What if that's just who you are, like, who you become because of it? Like, mm-hmm. with me, it's not something that I'm like, okay, so when we walk in the room... I'm gonna make sure I step in front of her. Like it's just like that's real though. It's Somebody just like, like, I'm like I, my personality. Like because I was told like you're not that pretty, you're not that cute. Mm. I'm like okay, well shit, I may not be cute to you, but I'm cute to me. You may not like how I look, but you may like what I say. You may right. you gonna fall in love with my personality. So that's just yeah. like something that's just become. Yeah me it's that inter- but it's still internalized yeah, it's still based internalized. off of the root like you're yeah. saying and that's why I think these conversations are so important because a lot of things we do we associate to personality and I don't think that's always true I think it sometimes is due to conditioning. Sometimes it's due to environment. Sometimes with it's our society. how you're choosing to resist or align yourself with these things and it's hard to take a moment to be like well shit I did kind of feel like that. Because for a while, I was going through this phase. Like I, everybody would always say like that dark skin versus light skin girls because I'm a dark skin girl so most conversation I'm getting is like well light skinned girls feel like they just and I'm also from fucking Minnesota and something we gotta be honest with there's a lot of biracial and lighter skinned people in Minnesota I think people say that oh it's everywhere I have not been to another (laughs) place in my life so most of the time growing up in class I was the only all black or darker skinned girl in the classroom and so that and then so then for me to be raised in the environments that I was raised in and then go to spaces where other black people were it was like but you not hood you like an Oreo Jeez! Oh, like yeah. when you white on the inside, you speak a certain way. Oh, you like to read. Labels, you like, like you know what I mean? Like all these things. So yeah. I had to, but instead of I had to eventually, as oh. I became an adult, start to think about how these things could have impacted my per, my, my what I presume to be yeah. my personality. Because right. I could be holding on to some shit that's not mine. Mm-hmm. based off of how these situations that I grew up in, what people told me about myself. And yes, it's nice for a lot of women to be able to be like, this is me and that, but that wasn't me my whole life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that this is me. I'm still exploring myself. And that's why I do stuff like this podcast to, so I can share with myself more than, yeah. more than anybody yeah. else to figure out how do I really feel about this? Yeah. And I think colorism is one of those things that we're not asking deep enough questions about it. We're just like, okay, don't feel certain type of way towards light-skinned people. Well, why do you feel a certain way? Yeah. Where did that come from? Because there's probably some other shit right there that we're going to need to clean up to. Right, yeah. exactly. We don't ask those questions, and we should be asking them and throwing them under the rug. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's not that serious. But no, it is serious because it's affecting how you're acting towards me, yeah. and you're projecting that. Exactly. 
And I've had the same thing. I've I'm a, I've always been like I said. I've always grew up in a household where they allowed me to be free. Mm-hmm. But we had to move away from my family, from my big family, mm-hmm. my media family had to move away from that because there was too much of oh you're light or you're negra or you're mm-hmm. this or you're that. I'm already dealing with my American <laughs> social issues. Right. I don't need to deal with all of that. Right. And mm-hmm. then when I go to parties or whatever, I've always been a free spirited person, mm-hmm. and I embrace people for who they are. I don't care what color you are. I love you for who you are, and I love me. Yeah, That's right. why. Okay? So when people, when women, um, I'm just going to go more more yeah. direct to that. It's like, yeah, I've had that happen at parties or social events where women would act a certain way towards me. Mm-hmm. Like darker women would just give me certain looks because mm-hmm. now a boy is giving me a certain attention. Like what he's doing has yeah, nothing to do with me. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it has right. to do everything with society that told him yeah. that even I feel like what is acceptable yeah. as a beauty. And yeah. I feel like even in, and this is my honest me, I feel like I've been in relationships with talking to guys before and it's not something that they can actually admit to themselves, but they have that that gradient. Oh yeah. And yeah. they have that. And they, that they've never perfect been woman. Yeah, and or they've never been with a darker somebody of my complexion mm-hmm. before. And you could tell they're trying it, but they still not fully comfortable. Sure. You're still not fully yeah. comfortable that I don't have you hair down my down back. Just a little like, bit. You know what I mean? Like you got you got a little like you a little chocolate. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like and I and I honestly that like, that's how I I felt that. And whether that person has ever said that to me mm-hmm. based off of how they move and how they interact and what their family looks like and all mm-hmm. these other things, it's like you have to turn inward. Like, because even you could say you, you appreciate somebody, but still not understand that, like, they blackness may offend you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it is. Like, a lot of the colorism is, for some reason, blackness is offensive mm-hmm. to some people. Oh, it is. And in cultures, too. Yeah. Even in my culture, yeah. they do it, too. We People from Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. Panama, mm-hmm. Nicaragua, El Salvador, all of them, we have all different shades and dark of the dark is of the dark. Mm-hmm. But yet... If you label them as black, they're like, no, 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 I'm Latino. I'm from this country. Ooh. Like, why do you why do you feel why that so way? So they don't want to take those social issues on either. They're like, already, I'm already struggling with being right. illegal. I'm already right. with one struggle, so I don't need an extra struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I feel that I can express myself a lot more in my culture where I'm like, no, I don't care what it is. Yeah, right. I might date a certain kind of race, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I don't love all races and right. we shouldn't all either because we are a prime example of different shades. Mm-hmm. We come in all of that, regardless of all of that, but people think it's cute to have biracial babies. Oh, a white woman would think it's cute mm-hmm. to go have a baby with a black man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. but, but why don't you but why don't you go procreate with another white man? Oh, because why? Oh, okay, we know why. Okay, okay. We know why. We know why. We know why. We know why. Erica said, okay. You know what I mean? Like, we know why. We already knew. We already knew. It's not going to be as beautiful. Like, they they want to take everything that our culture gives. They want the spice of the Latin style. Mm. They want Without the black the style. flavor of and the, the flavor. Black. They want all of that. But then at the same time, they want to, you know, push us under the rug and say that we're not worthy. I'm sorry. We're human. Yeah. We're all human and we're all wired to connect. And so okay. if we don't start oh, connecting okay, with each other mm-hmm. and adapting to who we are and accepting who we are, we're all different. Mm-hmm. Nobody's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But once we start doing that, I think that we can start getting mm-hmm. somewhere. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I think it's about really <laughs> honestly like catching the side. Like, girl, we know. Mm-hmm. Girl, we know. We know. And, and even if I don't know, tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me your experience. Be it may not be mine. But it also in telling you my experience, like, I'm not going to deny you your experience. Because right. that's your experience. Right. 
But what right. now we're going to talk about what we're going to experience moving forward, understanding our hurt, our pain, our healing process, mm-hmm. our misunderstanding, our miscommunication. Like now we're getting to the space of we, it's a lot of shit back there that we didn't start. Yeah. Right. But we have the power to, to stop Change. behaving from that. And if we, you know what I'm like, and that, that's, I would love, that's one thing I would love to see as transition is to, to get in the room and really like listen to each other's experience. I remember those documentaries, uh, dark skinned girls and light skinned girls oh, came out. I think they, they were still a little problematic, but I think it was good in starting a conversation yeah. Yeah. about understanding each other's experiences and, and understanding how they're connected even when we don't want to admit that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a light bulb moment just now. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember Sola. In one of our earlier episodes with Three Queens, you asked, who do we identify with as far as when we were growing up? Like, yeah. and you, I believe you said Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm like, yeah. well, should, nobody. Like, I can identify with nobody. Like, nobody yeah. in, like, entertainment or as a, a role model looked like me mm. that I wanted to identify with. But I can say I like to, I like to dance and identify with the video girl. Like, I'm going to be like her. I'm going to be in the video. (laughs) So that's, and I'm being very, very honest. Like, I, at a young age, like 19, 18, okay, well, let me hike my shorts up. I have to be Mm over-sexualized. Because people don't think I'm sexy Because people don't think I'm sexy sexy how I am. Mm. So as I'm getting older, I'm like, ugh, like, you, like, over, like, why are we so over-sexualized? Like, as brown, black women, like, it irks me. And I find myself, like, I post pictures, I'm like, oh, I don't like that picture because it just looks like, it's too sexy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be viewed like that. Like, I want to be, be respected for my voice, what I have to say, my mind, and just like, oh, my God. Like, I was that girl. Like, I didn't know who to go to. So let yeah. me go be a video vixen. That's that's what I identify with. And now I'm just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, why? But I know now. I know what happened. Yeah. You were conditioned. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my aha. That's a, <laughs> my that's awesome. Real, that's yeah. real talk. Yeah, that's real. I think it just it just continues to be so damn. I like this question on here. Were you taught to have a preference as far as yeah. light brown or dark? Mm. Or do you have a preference now? Don't I, be, don't I think I was taught that. And that's weird. I grew up with a bright white mom and a black dad. And my mom never sat me down like, this is the color you are. You know, I just... Yeah. I don't know. I just knew. I don't know. Like, did you ever date white guys, Trina? I I want like I no I don't. Want to. <laughs> oh, Trina, that sounds like you was about to lie. I, I, I thought about like I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you were open to like, it. Where do I like? How do you get a white man? Like I don't even know. <laughs> do you like, get a white man? That's a good question. That is a good question. But we don't have to. That's gonna be I an know, episode. I know how, how, I know how to date. I know how to date episode. black men. I know how to go around. But like, how do you? What do we do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like how can we relate? How can we talk? Yeah. Well, or even about? it's just it's interesting thinking the idea. Like, have you ever been approached by no. a white man? No. Not yes. Never. And then you know Rarely. what? Every time I look, Rarely. every time I look at um black women dating white men, I was like, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> Right. How did they meet? I don't know. That's, a good that's, that's weird. I, I know that's a weird thing, but no, I'm like, how how did how did that come about? It's so common to see black men dating white women. Yeah, but, but again, in Minnesota, you, you yeah, you see how it happens. Like yeah. I like I see how it happens. Like you said, like I that is not something that 
That's so interesting. Like, that, to be honest, we really got to put an episode at, mark for back that Back in one. the 70s and 80s, dating white women was like a trophy. And I seen that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of my... Um, my uh, parents that they hung around, they always had white women and all that type of stuff. Mm. Like, it was a cool thing to have white women, mm. you know? Um, now I think it's just common, like, okay, you know? So you don't think that you were taught to have a preference? I was taught to have a preference towards darker skin. My mom never, like, oh, you need to date this type. You need but I've never, type. like, dated anybody. That, like, I, I think just skin color is beautiful. In my head, I'd be like, no, I wouldn't date no light skin, man, but... Most of the guys, like, I, it's, it's interesting because I've mm-hmm. talked to usually brown skin or light skin men. Mm-hmm. Dark skin men don't usually approach me. I wasn't taught really? to have a preference. My dad is light skin. Like, I just had a preference. Like, I went against it. Like, I want, like I said. She I want, want the chocolate. I want chocolate babies. Me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> what were you taught, Alexis? I wasn't taught to have a preference because mm-hmm. my family literally ranges from the darkest of the dark all the way to practically looking white. So I've mm-hmm. never, I've never was like, oh, that's better. This is not as good. Yeah. I just was like, oh. Were you taught, like, did you have conversations about skin color? Like, somebody was like, oh, she's so pretty, and she has the most beautiful dark skin, or she has the most beautiful light skin, and really, you know, curly, wavy hair. Did you ever hear any of that growing up? never. Because my aunties were super dark and had kinkier hair than me, and it was just never, Mm. it never was never a conversation. It was never a topic that we needed to discuss, because it just, we are who we are. That's your blood. That's your auntie. That's your cousin. We're all the same. Mm. We all come from the same bloodline. Um, as an adult, my perception is like black women dating white men may kind of sound kind of offensive. Um, it's just like a deep rooted, like what happened? Mm-hmm. Like I know women like black women that refuse, like I would never date a black man. Like white really? is I'm white man only. You have some deep rooted issues <laughs> with yourself. That Wait, can you, you blame her? To Is it her? Yes, because she's choosing. It's but did she really choose? Like, I mean, I guess like she's making adult. a choice uh, based off of conditioning. So I can yeah, understand. Yeah, like, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, like the idea of like that was her environment. How how have black men treated her throughout her life? Have they how, shown how she interest? seen how she seen her mom mom get treated by a black? Yeah, man. like, like I think all of that yeah. factors into it. I'm like, I feel like it's the other way around. I've heard black men kind of wanting to stay away from black women, and I yeah, and I always ask them that question. Yeah, they'll approach me, and I get more approached by brown men just mm-hmm. in any mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. And to me, it didn't bother me because I'm like, I, I like the dark side of men. I don't, right. I don't care. <laughs> I like I'm, I'm open to it. I like chocolate, and I'm very open to that. But but I would ask that. That would be a moment that we would always share. I would ask that because I like to understand how people think, too, and why right. they do what they do. And yeah. they're like, no, no. All, they would just be very hesitant. Like, no. And I'm like, excuse me? Why? Why, why is that? Thing. Oh, because, yeah. oh, they act this way and uh, going back to yeah. what they but label. But I actually don't yeah. act everything. that way. You know what I'm saying? You know, or maybe yeah. she's acting that way. And I'm how like, are well, you acting? Right. Exactly. And I'm like, well... True. Everything you just said, I act that way. Maybe. So right. as soon as Ooh, I, girl, as soon as I start Maybe acting, I'm a rude waking no, up. I'm like oh, oh shit, <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> no, real, no, real <laughs> shit. Yeah, and I'm like, hold on, I is. act that way. And then as soon as I act that way, everybody just automatically, oh, you must be black or you must be that. You know what? You can label me whatever you want to label me because the, that's a beautiful culture. How about right. that? Yeah. You know what? We need yeah. to change that. We need to change all of that. And for people, I mean, it's just all prejudgment. And I think that it's so ugly that as a society, as people, 
that's everywhere no matter what country why do why is black ugly and white pretty yeah why is that that's the that's the fundamental question because really i think it's the other way around in my opinion <laughs> in my opinion that's really that's any funny. anything that's brown or dark to me is so beautiful because everything looks good on us. Every color looks good on us. Everybody would have looked like us anyway. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, exactly. To be, to be black and standing your your blackness is intimidating. Like, yeah, you have to always yeah. like stand, stand up for yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's not that deep. No, it is that deep for me because right. I experienced that. You don't right. experience that. Yeah. And I also have had to defend so many people because I believe in justice. I believe that you should, we should all treat each other equally and with respect. How about that? Maybe we can disagree. That's okay. Yeah, right. You have your opinion. I have mine. But exactly, we can agree to disagree. But I'm not going to act a certain way towards my darker sister or my lighter sister just because somebody feels some kind of way. No, I'm sorry. I have my own opinions. And maybe that's why people label me the way that they do because I'm very outspoken in that way. Yeah. So do you guys think that this is something that's going to exist forever? Like, is colorism going to go away? I think it's getting better. (laughs) It's true. You know what? I think it's going to change because I see a lot of interracial couples. Mm -hmm. And all these interracial couples, no matter what it is, no matter what heritage or what background you are, they're mixing. And I think that what's going to happen is the solid colors is going to be more of an issue. Like, more racial mixed kids are going to be more accepted. And then more of, like, let's say if you're solid white or you're solid black. Like, that, I think that's going to be more of the issue. So I think it will still exist, but maybe it'll get a little better. But like you said, that's something that we as a society, because who's society? We. Us. We Us. We need to make that change. I think with social media, the power of social media, I see so many images of myself. Black women, women, yes. And with with the natural hair, and we're just embracing it. It's beautiful. Um, so I think it's getting better. It, it's up to us to to change our mind and say, well, you know what, beautiful is beautiful. I like what I like. But I think there are more there are more images out there of us being beautiful in our blackness in the light, light yeah. in the public eye, mm-hmm. which I think that that's a big deal. And it sucks that media really controls us in that way. TV. And we are media too. Yeah. Don't yeah. let nobody. Okay. There's a lot of mm-hmm. money and power, but if we stop all watching shit, it exactly. Goes away. Yep. <laughs> I'm like people don't understand uh, as a whole what we yes. our, our power is. So let me ask you a question: Is Af- do you consider yourself Afro Latina? No, okay. I do not. Okay. I do not. But um, I consider myself Latina, but. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to answer that what question. What is Afro-Latina? Afro-Latina is just a Black Latina. What? Yeah. So having Black and Latina heritage. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so I mean, like somebody who sometimes may... you don't though. Yeah. Sometimes oh, yeah, even some people can self-identify. That's yeah. True. It's you can either be Black and Latina, like meaning you yeah. have African, you know, in your blood, and mm-hmm. then you have Latin in your blood. But really, Latinos are mixed with all of that. Yeah. So I That's mean, I could true. if I wanted to, but I don't. I mean. I guess in a way, subconsciously, I do identify myself that way, but I don't. I don't know. That's so a hard you're question. Using your actions, but you. I think that's a new. Is it a fairly new term to Mm-mm. like? It's um, not new. It's new to me. I think like, it's new. I, I think it, the, it. the conversations are new, but I think even yes. over the last ten years, uh, it's definitely been around and, right. and, and thriving. And it's just the idea. But I think a lot of actresses. In particular, mm-hmm. I've seen that's where I kind of I was introduced to the idea, like the Zoe Saldana. Uh, what's her name from? Um, Amara la Negra. Yeah, yep. More recently, but what's mm-hmm. the what's the lady's name from uh, 
What's that? Uh, where he gets married in the book. He wrote it in the book uh, about sleeping with his, uh, who he thought was his virgin wife. What the? Uh, the best, best man. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one that's Shelby. Mm-hmm. Her. Oh, yeah. Because I think she's, is she Dominican? I'm not too sure. I'm not too familiar with this yeah, show. but she, um, but those are the actresses because I would always, you know, like sometimes I go just look to like find where people are from. And so a lot of, you know, actresses oh, have been identifying French. as Afro-Latina. Um, and that's like, I always thought it was such a beautiful thing. Me too. I think it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think I would love to see more Afro-Latina, more Latina women, and more black women get together and have that conversation. Yes. Because I'm just taught, you know, growing up, Puerto Ricans ain't nothing but just some black folks that speak Spanish. <laughs> no, and, and, for real. And, and to an extent, but, you know, and, but to an extent it is, but to an extent that's kind of downplaying yeah. somebody as a whole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that idea of, they don't Help fit me in. understand what that is. Because nobody, I ain't never had no history class that didn't told me about Puerto Rico. And, mm-hmm. and not only Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rican people. Mm-hmm. And understanding of how, because people were power and money, the people were displaced and moved and people were mingled together. And how, what does that mean culturally? I don't think that anybody, like our lessons, we're not learning and having those conversations. So we just see people and be like, well, she dark brown, so she just black. But she also is. Latina. And that's, I think that we yeah. need to acknowledge both. I think it is, mm-hmm. it's not really discussed because in our culture, we don't discuss that. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, we are a mix of everything. We are mixed with white and we are mixed with black. And mm-hmm. that's why we have different colors. But it's just not a topic that people discuss. It's mm-hmm. not something that my parents set me down either and said, look, your daddy is really, really black. Like my daddy, <laughs> my daddy is your skin color. <laughs> and my mom is you know, Alexis skin color. So they never set me down and said, well, this is what you are. It was just, you're brown because brown people are what? Latinos. No, brown people are considered a lot of di- different yeah. cultures. Yeah. yeah. But I think you know? we're going to talk about that. We need to talk about, okay, you say you black and I got Indian in my blood. Like, it's a joke. Like, well, maybe you are really Indian because yeah. you look like you have, you know, the features and mm-hmm. you, you got you got the red tone. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to like, look like yeah, it. Yeah, like maybe it's not like, oh, well, you just black. Right. You're not mixed with no Indian, even though your hair look good. Like, we need to have these. Yeah. Like, what is that? I man? think the, mm-hmm. the identity crisis of the, the black United States is what comes right. up. Right. Because, because we are and we've moved and we've shaped and we've shifted, that there is a lack of, there's a, there's a perception of loss there. And that may be a reality of loss as well to, to mm-hmm. their identity. So it's like we're clinging to anything that <laughs> kind of looks like, okay, well, that might be it. Well, that, mm-hmm. well, that. And we have to think about Yes, it ideally is great to know what we're com- where we come from, but it is is it something that's required understanding how this was all set up to affirm you? Like, is it required for us to know that for sure you have a little bit of Indian in you or for sure? Like, I always wonder that thing. Like, is that just something that's there to fuck with us? <laughs> like, just the idea <laughs> that you need to know? Or is it really valuable in understanding the circumstances where some people we might not be able to find out for y'all? No, I think it's something that is important. Don't we all want to know where we came from? You know? I think so. Personally, I think so. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think... I, It's important to me, but yeah. it's like something I feel that a lot of brown people, ethnic cultures struggle with in yeah. general mm-hmm. because what happened? We were yeah. brought here. Right. Yeah. Like we got to talk about we, race sometimes. Sometimes and, and, and we got to talk about a lot of Some of us was already here. Right. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell the yeah. truth. Yeah. And, and I think that that's the biggest issue on why we don't know about all these cultures, yeah. about Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. about uh, any other culture that discusses that because we were, n- they're not going to tell us the h- real history of what mm-hmm. happened. We, mm-hmm. we were brought here. 
we were brought here and they're, and they're not going to admit that. They they shifted the narrative mm-hmm. to make it seem that we are below them yeah. when really it's not about that. We never had that ideology mm-hmm. of thinking that anybody's below anybody. No, we're just all that's different. that's an ideology. It's exactly. not something that has to happen. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, like, I'm like, it's, it's, getting, it's getting hot in here. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, I think, you know, we've had a really a, a great conversation or a great beginning to a conversation. Yes. We might be have a part two out of this. Right. We've touched on a lot of things <laughs> to just solidify and kind of pull uh, for some future chapters and episodes. But um, one, you know, we've talked a lot about kind of how, where these things come from. I, and I'm really appreciative in this conversation for us digging a little bit deeper to be like, okay, let, let's begin to like go back. Okay, let's begin mm-hmm. to, and we might put things out there that we need to go back to again. Um, but what I want to know is what is one thing you're willing to do in order to create a more equitable value across the melanin rainbow? So uh, understanding that we are in it, and I think that's why I, I have this thing with equality and equity, right? So equality is like, I'm all going to give you $5, right? Uh, but equity is understanding that you have $3 and you have $2 and you have $0 and you have negative $1 and I'm going to bring you all up to $5. So that may mean I have to give you four. I give you one. I give you two because you're already there. And so I'm a, I'm in most cases a fan of equity because it acknowledges the context mm-hmm. of where I can't, if you're in a deficit, it's not equality to just give you something. It, I mean, equality doesn't serve the the resolution to just give you what I give everybody else. Right. Because sometimes you need special and you need tailored attention. You need you we need to make up for that deficit. Mm-hmm. Um so when I that's where I'm coming from with this question. So what are things that you're willing to do to create more equitable value across the melanin rainbow? Understanding of like what Erica said, whiteness is pretty much what we're taught is beautiful and right and blackness is taught as, you know, as Mimi said, unworthy and wrong. What are we going to do? What are you going to take away? What, what conversation are you going to have? Is there an action that you can take? Is there an article you can read? I think for me, it's just standing in my own truth and just being 110% with who I am and just exerting that any and everywhere I go across where whoever I meet, whoever I mm-hmm. encounter, I'm me. Yeah. I'm not a color. I'm not just one thing that you want to create. Mm-hmm. And just living in that truth and making sure that if something does come up, addressing it. Because if we don't address it, it's going to continue mm-hmm. to get swept underneath the rug mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to ignore it and it's going to continue to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So that's just definitely what, I guess that was multiple things. But yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm okay no. with multiple. <laughs> right. We need all of that. I agree. Same thing. It's just walking in your truth, but being open to educating people mm-hmm. um, because that's what it is. You know, educating people that you are a different skin tone and that you do speak different languages or you act a certain way because that's who you are. Not because you said it's that's what it is or or it's right or it's wrong. No, it's taking the time to understand one another and actually educating these people to let them know it's not right for you to think, you know, that judging one another is right and what you think and your opinion is correct. Like, you're entitled to that, but no, we need to share what is right and how we can be more open to one another and pass that on to our children because that's the next generation. Mm -hmm. I think we need to stop racially profiling. Mm. I think that would stop. That would mm. help a lot too. That was like going into Alexis, like, oh, she has to be mixed, you know? Yeah. Like, stop doing that, you know? Stop <laughs> assuming, yeah. you right. know, what you are. Like, people think I'm Somali all the time and they just. <laughs> oh, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's laughing. No, no, no. It's, it's, you know? 
But it's just like some, I don't get offended. I think it's funny. You know, I, there's this couple that used to like, had a bet about if I was mixed, the girlfriend thought I was mixed wow. with the girl, the, um, the guy thought I was Malian, and they stayed at my hotel a lot, and they bet it on my skin tone. Wow. Like, okay? I thought it was like, I didn't take offensive, but it's just like, someone would probably be really offended by that. Yeah. You know? And even though they don't, probably don't mean anything about it, but it's just like, that's the whole problem. Yeah. You yeah. Why know? did it matter? Like, yeah. Right. Right. I mean, not this, why was that bet even made? doesn't, but why did it matter to the point that you couldn't just go ask and have yeah. a conversation? Right. Mm-hmm. Hello. So it's just like, I think it needs a, it that would help, you know, promoting stop racially profiling. I with just anything, think you know for myself just to just to be a better example of me and just putting that image out there and just not how how easy it is to just I'm just gonna be like them. I'm just gonna do what they do over there it's like no like you have a platform you use it you don't you be an exception to the rule so just being different and just um just educating my kids around not my kids but like my my family my nieces and nephews and letting know that they're beautiful in their skin Mm -hmm. and um yeah just be them living that truth i think for me um i think like i just feel like god has really had a calling for me to help people with sharing their journey and storytelling so i think that that is what i'm going to do um as a call to action is to kind of just talk to people about their experiences like i'm a person that has a lot of questions and people might not just be like oh today i want to go talk about colorism like uh but to really to ignite those conversations and have people turn a little inward turn into that inner divine turn into that inner their experience in a space that shows that you're valid you're how you feel, how you think, your perspective is valid because I, I want to know. Like, I want to know and people need to know. And people may not agree, but at the end of the day, it's important to share your journey because you're able to reveal so that you can start that healing process. Like, mm-hmm. because if, you know, there's things I'm going to heal from based off of today's conversation. Yes. There's things that needed to be revealed about, you know, opportunities I may have. And so it's the idea of also being open to be educated through sharing your story. Yeah, because when I you agree. make yourself vulnerable, it encourages other people to make themselves vulnerable, and in a way that it can be an exchange. So, yeah. so true. I, I like that because it's like I'm mixed. I'm mixed with black and white, and it's just like I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of issues that normal people have that are black. You mm-hmm. know, and it's just like sometimes I got to be educated. You mm-hmm. know, I need to be sit down like oh, I don't think that was right. Like yeah. <laughs> you said the wrong thing. Like because I don't know because I wasn't raised like in a certain household. I was I, like I was raised with a white community. I was raised with a black community. So it's just like listening today it helped me a lot too. It was like okay, that's that's good. I should yeah. you know mm-hmm. like you have to the people that aren't affected need to be aware too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yes. this reminds me. Last, this is what I'm gonna say. Y'all need to watch The Color of Fear. Woo! Lord, that fear. movie, it, that it documentary. Netflix? No, it's right, not. right. I was that say. documentary. <laughs> it, boycott Netflix for Monique. <laughs> I love y'all for real. I love y'all for real. No, but Color of Fear, we gotta find a way to like it, it's like an old video and it just, oh, Victor. It's deep. It's so deep. It's talking, it's a a group of men in a room talking about different racial relations. These are all grown men. This video had to be from like the early 90s. I saw it my freshman year in college. And I've seen, like, I think I had took up three other classes where they were using it. But it's one of those pivotal movies that makes you, it made me think about how I perceive when people are so talking about a difficult topic. So not only about like, do I agree with what he's saying, but like, 
how am I perceiving what he's saying and how is that associated to bias? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have a... I'm like, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to have a movie night. We're going to have to have a movie night. Get on Godly Movie Night. <laughs> <laughs> because that movie, it, 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 it's, it, it's so important in talking about just r- racial things. And I think, you know, we can't ignore t- talking about race when talking about colorism yeah. because it's connected. It just sparked me because in the show, I don't remember what his name was, but he was a guy, he was, no, it was a white dude. He was like, I have black friends growing up and I had white friends. Like, I honestly do not see the issue that you guys are yeah. talking about. He mm-hmm. yeah. was oblivious wow. to, mm-hmm. he's like, that really happens to you? Like, wow, I, he had no idea. And, and that's like, not like, good either. That's bad. That is like, bad. You're not yeah. aware. Awareness. Yeah. And then there was like a dude in there who was lighter skinned and there was a dude who was darker skinned. They, they almost had yeah, a little they, and you would think that they would unite. I'm not saying they didn't unite, but they was going at it like, no, like, what do you mean? Because, again, those perspectives <laughs> yes. of it's perspective and privilege. It's so yeah. Instead of uniting and, and hearing each other and educating each other and being open about it. But they end yeah. up doing that in that, yeah. in that documentary. It's, yeah, we're going to have to That's dope. Right, that right. Now I'm going to have to see Okay, we got the homework <laughs> list, y'all. Uh, well, you know, I, you know, just on behalf of Ghetto and Godly, we thank y'all for coming in and having this thank conversation. This was, a, yes. this was amazing. I feel like this was, so was sold out. <laughs> yes. Um, but, and as you know, we uh, probably were right, right here. Um, again, you're going to have to go online to uh, see what Ray Ray stands for, but we are in appreciation. So, um, Alexis, I'm, I'm going to give this one to you. Uh, what are we going to reflect over this next week in, in correlation to appreciation based off of, you know, what we talked about here today? What's, mm-hmm. on, what's on your heart? As far as appreciation, one, I think it has to start with yourself. Appreciate who you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And those that are around you of all colors, of all races, just as just being human. And show that. Like, I'm not talking, like, just internally. But, no, show that. Like, go say hello to someone who you would never speak to because you low-key have that perception of them. Right. Mm. You know I what agree. I mean? Go, like, step outside of that comfort zone. And it may be uncomfortable, yes. Mm-hmm. But do it. Show someone that you would never show appreciation appreciation. That's, that's what we're praying with. That's the word. That's the word. <laughs> snap, snap, All right. snap, snap, snap. <laughs> well, y'all going to say goodbye to the listeners. Bye, All right, y'all. y'all. Bye. Bye. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Ghetto with Godly, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Makeover by Mimi. If you want to have full, luscious lashes without mascara, Head on over to Instagram, type in Makeover by Mimi, and mention Ghetto and Godly to receive 10% off your classic sets. Get your lashes, girl.